This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Welcome uh, the Premier to the Northwest Province, Bushimape. He's not a, 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 a new person here. We've spoken before. We, we actually did this last year, and also I think we did it twice last year uh, at the uh, SOPA, and then also um, there were, you know, uh, as developments were happening in the province, we'd also engage the Premier. So the Premier, when we call upon him, always uh, willing and wanting to come here to the Power 98.7 platform. Uh, Bushimapu, welcome to Power 98.7. Welcome to Power Perspective. Good Sir, how evening. are you, man? Good evening and good evening to the listeners. I'm okay and how are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's been a long time since we chatted, and I'm I'm almost thinking it can't be the last soper. There, there there was an intermediary one somewhere, but 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 I do remember the soper one last year very very well. So thank you for coming on board this time again. Thank you for inviting me. Sure, uh, Premier. Last year, uh, and 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 I've gone through last year, and you know what? What I did was. I went through your entire speech today and I listened to the entire deliverance of it. Um, and, and yes, so last year would have been uh, an essence of accelerated service delivery. Job creation, accelerated service delivery would have been what you, what you were uh, basically talking to last year. And if I look at last year also, it would have been turning the province into a working one which would, of course, be values of respect, accountability, professionalism, and listening, caring, and responsive government. An accelerated service delivery, which would have been, you know, sort of the theme of last year. Uh, This year, you were quoting the president quite a bit in the sense of, you know, talking to uh, the people of South Africa want action, they want solutions, they want government to work for them. Um, the, the the difference between then and now in 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 the space of the people of the northwest province how would you how would you put it to us how how has it developed over the period of a year between you know 22 sopa and 23 sopa yeah i think uh, what i can say is that we try to do certain things mm. we succeeded in doing certain things mm. And uh, we did not succeed in some other things. Mm. And so what we think uh, is going to happen is that we've learned our lessons. And I think uh, we'll be in a position then to address those things that we could not address mm. in, uh, the, in the year 2022. Sure. But you also say this is the year of service delivery. Uh, so you 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 basically start your 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 opening remarks with the with the remark that this is the year of service delivery. Um, I I think that is 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 planned and and I think it's very very you know principled in the fact that you said it. Uh, in 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 essence, I you know I think that's the marching order today or this year is going to be the you know the 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 year of service delivery because you also then go on to say is that from now onwards, you're going to be taking the work of council of your administrations to the people on the ground and that leave the boardrooms and the air conditioning, you're going to the people on the ground. That's also what you say. Yes. You know, last year when we tried to do certain things, Mm. we discovered that the project preparation, you know, Mm. would take six months. Mm. 
six full months. <laughs> and you know, you uh, get to approve your budget yeah. in March, and then you start project preparation and only start uh, actual delivery around November. Mm. And uh, this is one lesson we've learned. Mm. And so we have interacted with uh, ISA Infrastructure South Africa, where they have shown us that this can be done in 40 days. Mm. And so that is why we are confident that this year will be different. Mm. We have an amount of 1.3 billion for our roads. Mm. We have also 13 billion for our roads. Mm. And so we want to start with planning now. And we don't want to take the six months that we took last year. Mm. We want to take less than 40 days mm. so that we can deliver. Mm. And most of these roads will be rural roads. Mm. Because that is where unemployment is quite high, and that is where we actually do not have roads. Because the majority of roads in rural areas mm. are gravel roads, mm. and they get really damaged during rainy seasons. Mm. And so we want to take this uh, roads program to rural areas. We are mm. not saying we are not going to do something in the urban areas, mm. but we need to have special focus on the rural areas. Mm. What, uh, Premier, what makes your messaging different from, from one of last year? You know, if I, if I go through the last year Premier speech and I've got it here and you begin to talk about roads and how many new roads will be built and, and how much money you would be spending, you know, on those particular roads and, 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 and tar roads and all sorts of specific things, that, that is all here in, in the 2022. And then comes 2023 and, and, you know, similar similar issues are addressed. You know, the, the the figures change. Let's just deal with the roads, for for example. The figures change, and you're spending more money on it, and you might have learned your lessons. But but it was in the last year's speech. It's in this year's speech again, and it'll probably be in next year's speech again. What's changing? What's changing? We want to acknowledge that we did less than we had planned. Mm. I gave you this example of going through the project, and that is very important Mm. when you deliver infrastructure, Mm. that you have the capacity to plan implementation of projects. Mm. And we took a whole six months. Mm. And so in the end, we discovered, this is not working. Mm. This is not taking us to the destination we've defined. Mm. And so, like I said, we learned now Mm. that these can be done in 40 days. Mm. And so we are confident that we'll so to speak, up the ante mm. relative to last year. Mm. You also, you also then, in relation to, to to roads, but but in general to service delivery, in essence, you say our people are not unreasonable. And and you know, I I when I heard that particular statement, I I thought back to Cyril Ramaphosa's State of the Nation address, and he says something very very similar to to your statement of our people are you know, not unreasonable. They understand the context of our operating environment. What is that operating environment that you're asking them to understand? It's, it's very difficult, you know. Mm. We have load shedding. Mm. You know, we have problems of water. Mm. We have problems. Some are natural disasters, you know. Mm. Like in our province, we have felt fires. Yeah. We have floods. And this is the context within which we operate. Mm. Uh, you know, the patience of our people is not endless. Yeah. But at the same time, we plead with them. And uh, we can only convince them by doing something. Mm. You know, uh, mm. statements, you know, speeches, you know, will not work. 
Yeah, no. Accident. You have to do something concrete on the ground. You know, mm. for instance, we started with the rehabilitation of our main main street in Masiki, Nelson Mandela. Uh-huh. And people can see that what we announced during the SOPA mm. is translating into concrete action. Mm. You know, we want that type of thing. Mm. We have launched a road, you know, from Pelindaba, you know, to mm. Peckenwood, a very busy road on Saturdays. Mm. And so we were there, we did short tenny, and the contractors are there. So we really wanted to hit the ground running. Mm. As opposed to last year, we did not think that this, you know, long planning mm. would impact as it is at mm. the as it has impacted on implementation. Mm. And so that's what we mean. So we do not take our people for granted. Mm. We know that uh, their patience is uh, not endless. Mm. And we, we, we don't want to make speeches. Mm. We just want to do things. Mm. What do you say to the EFF then who are looking for an apology, who are saying, you know, all the statements you're basically making on the issue of roads and the particularly the main road, you know, you know they, they, they decided I, you needed to make an apology for that and they were, 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 they were at pains to point out the potholes. You know, it's, it's, it's difficult to sometimes to put things in context, to say we've done some things and we've not done other mm. things. Mm. You know, as soon as you say, we've done some things and this is working, people just say, ha ha, he says everything is working. Mm. And so it's difficult sometimes to put things in context. Mm. It is not, it will not be true. I mean, I've been listening to uh, to something coming from you there about uh, uh, Professor Johnson, mm. about mm. South Africa and apartheid. Mm. So it will not be true to say that this government has done nothing for our people. Mm. And equally, it will not be true to say that our people are not experiencing serious difficulties in relation to service delivery. Mm. So, you know, you have to balance the picture. Mm. But sometimes you say something, people focus on one part of what you said, and they leave out the other part. And then they convey a message that you didn't really intend conveying. Mm. Premier, I'm going to pick up on, on, on that particular promo that you heard, um, you know, and, and, and I, want to, I want to do that because when, when a lot of people from, you know, various uh, municipalities call in, and, and a lot of them in, on this particular radio station call in from the Northwest province, and a lot of them will say, Lucas Mangope, Lucas Mangope, and Lucas Mangope was better, and, you know, Northwest, and do you remember this particular road when Lucas was there was better than this particular road when, when things were there? How did we get, and, and I'm not saying apartheid was better, because I understand those dynamics. There's no way that apartheid was better than present-day democracy. I get that. But how did we get to a point, as in that particular promo and the, and the ask, of certain, you know, certain people beginning to say, you know what, maybe it was better under apartheid. How did we get there? You know, uh, if you go to any, and uh, you are maybe young, mm. if you go to any township to, uh, in uh, Soweto before, you go to Pimville. Yeah. You know, there was a bucket system, you know, they were sharing, uh, you know, one tap, you know. Uh, all these things, the streets in Pimville were not... Uh, Hard. You know, you can mm. go to any town, whether Alexander those days. Mm. And what has happened is that the democratic government has extended services to people who did not enjoy these services before. Mm. And that had a serious impact on the budget. As a result, in many municipalities, and we must admit this, mm. in many municipalities and provincial governments, 
we did not pay attention mm. to maintenance. Mm. We focused more on extending services to those who did not have services before. Mm. And guess now what happened? The system is collapsing mm. precisely because the money we had, we used to extend services to people who did not enjoy those services before. Mm. So you see, we do now understand that uh -uh, we have to look mm. at maintenance. You know, mm. water pipes, you know, they are leaking. Mm. You know, some of them are, are, are asbestos water pipes. You know, they must be removed because it's, it's poison. And so all these things. Mm. But I can tell you because I grew up in the part that is called Uputatswana. Mm. I mean, the number of schools that have been built since Mangope, the number of since Mangope has gone, mm. the number of clinics, the number of schools, mm. you know, and so on and so on. So those people, I think, uh, who are saying that are not really giving the right picture. Mm. When, when, when do you begin to test the resilience of, of the people of your province to the uttermost? Because the, the people of, of Northwest have proven to be really, really resilient. They've, they've been able to take a lot. In, and, and as you've explained, you know, some of these things are not getting to them. Issues of roads, issues of water, and, and then issues of the economy as well. And I, and I think if I, if, I remember, if I remember back to what last year's state of the province said, unemployment stood at 35.7%, youth unemployment 63%. I'm not sure where those figures are today, but those figures are no. reasonably high. Those figures are still high. Those mm. figures are still worrying. Mm. We have been interacting with mines. We have been interacting with, with other business concerns. Mm. And we have been saying to them, what are you doing about this situation? Mm. I must say that I'm pleased that the majority of them talked mm. about expansion, mm. that we are expanding, we are going to employ more people. I think we have not yet met all of them. Mm. And so... We must meet with all of them and encourage them to continue creating jobs. Mm. And I understand fully well that we as government, you know, our role is to create a conducive environment for business to operate. Mm. And some of the things we have to do in this, uh, in creating this conducive environment to ensure that is to ensure that there's infrastructure, mm. there are roads, there's water, there's electricity. But you know, our problems like electricity is a big problem mm. and government is giving it attention. Mm. But still some companies are operating and we are interacting with them. Mm. You know, in terms of government, we can do something about internship, learnership and so on. Mm. And we are trying to increase the numbers there. But I'm telling you, in this country, unemployment is a serious problem, mm. particularly as it affects the youth. Mm. And this is something that uh, we are giving attention to. Mm. I mean, I can tell you, I can give you uh, some companies we interacted with and what they are doing. Mm. And I'm very pleased that the majority of them, you know, do support us, say, we want to create jobs in the mm. Northwest province. And they want of to spend money. Mm. We are still lagging behind. I mean, I can tell you about companies that are, that are investing $9 billion, another one mm. $7 billion, another one $2 billion in expansion mm. and uh, hoping that in these expansions they will create jobs. Mm. What do you say to the person who's sitting in, in, in the Northwest province whereby you say two issues, maintenance and extending services? So, so somebody sitting in the maintenance category, uh, 
of of infrastructure, uh, you know, of infrastructure, and sees that infrastructure dilapidate and sits there in the maintenance zone, and and you're busy and you're busy, ex, you know, uh, extending your your services. What what do you say to somebody who doesn't understand what you're doing or that you're extending, but sees that their life and where they live and in the space that they engage, it's getting worse there. That infrastructure, that maintenance is not happening. What, what, do you, what do you begin to say to them? Or are you going back to them now? The mindset. We have shifted the mindset so that we focus now on repairing and maintaining the infrastructure. Mm. You know, with water, you know, you'll get outage if the pipes, you know, mm. they have decayed and then water is leaking. It's not the, 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 the pressure in the water is reduced. Mm. So the water won't reach. The intended, you know, uh, uh, user, and that intended so, you, yeah. and that intended user doesn't really care, you know, about the pressure. The intended user really just wants to open up the tap and have water. That's right. That's mm. right. And so we must run. We have established what you call a war room in mm. relation to water. Yeah. What we do every day, we get a report. Mm. Where is where where is there a problem? Where is uh, a problem afflicting uh, water provision. Mm. And so we get this report. And so we send out people mm. to go and address the problem. Sometimes the problem will take a few days to address. Mm. Sometimes the problem will be addressed just in a day. Mm. And so in a case where we cannot provide people with water through the pipes, mm. then we resort to this other measure called tankering mm, and then mm. we provide people with water through tanker people don't like it mm. and i know that sometimes people march and say we don't want water through tankering mm. we want water through taps mm. but you know it's a difficult situation but we have no other way to manage it if the repair of the infrastructure is going to take days mm. then we have to resort to this tankering that generally our communities do not like Mm. This this issue of tankering and 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 the issue of tendering around it and issue of SIUIC, uh, you 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 very openly and 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 explicitly suggested where the SIU was investigating in various units and the kind of you know. Uh, uh, rewards that have already, you know, borne the fruit of their involvement in the province. But it seems like they're very, very busy in the Northwest province. But you would have opened their door, your doors to them, obviously. And you would have said, you know, where, where corruption is happening, you need to come and look. And then the, the SIU would obviously come in. So you've opened up those doors. Various departments are being looked at, various entities and, 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 and businesses are being looked at. But so the SIU, very, very busy in, in your province. The issue of tankering, where where people deliberately deliberately damage water issues and deliberately make sure that people and communities don't get water and then tenders need to be sought through the tankering system have you found you know that you need to talk to the SIU about issues of that particular kind because it is happening in other provinces it's regarded as sabotage you know mm. if people damage you know uh, infrastructure mm. and so in our province i did not believe the story i thought it was uh, not true mm. that uh, you know people could just damage infrastructure that is used to provide them with services mm. you know until five people were arrested in ramotsiri municipality mm. and uh, 
they've been arrested and it is alleged that uh, they were busy damaging water infrastructure. Mm. So we have uh, requested the police because we are getting our stories all over mm. that it is happening in this municipality and that municipality. Mm. So we have requested the police to really give special attention to this issue. Mm. The issue of water, I'm staying with the issue of water for a little bit. How are you engaging the national minister? You spoke to that aspect and said, you know, the national minister is also being engaged, uh, Senzo. So so how, how are you engage, engaging him? You know, Senzo, the minister, spent three days in that province, mm. you know, identifying what we call water hotspots. Yeah. You know, he went to Makwasi Hills, he went to uh, to Ramotsirimuilwa, mm. you know, interacting with communities, mm. interacting with municipalities. And uh, we constituted then what you call a steering committee. Mm-hmm. And it has a technical committee. And we looked at uh, immediate solutions, mm. you know, sort of short-term solutions. And so we also looked at the budget. Mm. And so we are busy now with implementation of a plan developed by this steering committee. Mm. Uh, The minister really, you know, went out of his way to get involved in the Northwest Mm. to assist us to address these water challenges. Mm. Premier, hold on for a second, Premier. There are three callers that have just come through. Ntombi Futi in Marikwana. Ntombi Futi? Hi, Senator. How are you? Hello, Ntombi Futi. How are you? I'm good. Mm. I want to say to Mr. Premier, thank you. I'm staying at Margana West, Margana West 32. Uh-huh. Contractors are busy here. I will send a story to Ekitimayo, but keep on my pipe, I'm pipe, Thank you, Premier, for having me here. Ntombi Futi, was it you that also found in and said contractors are busy fighting over those particular roads and, and infrastructures yes. and it was also standing still because nothing was actually beginning to happen there? That you would have found yes. in about a month, a month and a half ago and said, actually, you know, we've got them building roads here, but these roads are incomplete because they're fighting amongst each other. I but they are continuing with the, the work. Okay. Fighting, they stop fighting now. I don't know why. Okay, which is a good thing, Ntombi Futi. Yeah. Ntombi Futi in Marikana, thank you so much. Let's go to Metro in Pretoria. Metro? Uh, evening, evening, everyone. Sure, man. I've got, I've got three questions, but I'll put it in one statement. Sure. Uh, the gentleman is sitting there. He must tell us what did they build for the upcoming grandchildren for his and even mine. What did they build? Because if I can speak about apartheid, they build, we see the cities, we see the pipeline, they're working very smooth. Mm. But now the new development under this government, the pipeline system is not working. Metro in Pretoria, I've got you. Metro Duma in Snake Park. Duma? Bratenzel, thanks for taking my call. Sure, Chief. Bratenzel, after 29 years, we're not supposed to talk about service delivery. Service delivery was supposed to be there in tech, Bratenzel. Mm. The only thing we're supposed to talk about is to uplift the, the people of South Africa because Northwest has got all the minerals. Our minerals are not uh, supposed to go out without uh, being manufacturing or without a product. Thanks, Bratenzel. Have a good day. Sure, sure. Duma, thanks so much. Let me go back to the Premier. 
Premier, you want to just comment uh, on 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 those on those three yeah. callers at the moment? Yeah, yeah. You know these are quite uh, important questions. Mm. What have we built? You know? mm. I mean, I if I start now telling you what With... we have built, you know, mm. I won't stop. You know, mm. I mean, I can tell you in Mafiki we have a new hospital there. Mm. Uh, you know. Uh, uh, I can tell you that we built a hospital in Od. I can tell you we built what we call mega schools, mm. you know, for for kids from farms, you know, these, uh, you know, mm. uh, state-of-the-art schools. I can tell you about uh, the health centers. Mm. You know, I, I, I don't know whether this is the answer you are looking for. But mm. for us to build a new town, I don't know, you know, because the towns that are there are expanding as people... Mm. Uh, building more houses, and the commercial centers are expanding in uh, Mafiking, where I live, mm. and all over, all over, I see new malls here, a mall here, a mall here, which were not there mm. uh, a few years ago, even five years ago. So if somebody says, what have you built? I, I, I don't know. Maybe this is the correct answer I'm giving. Maybe this is the wrong answer. Mm. But we've built uh, numerous uh, RDP houses, you know, we make. I don't know if mm. you see what is it is built, it uh, you know? premier i don't want to interrupt the other questions as well and i want you to get to them but is it is it a is it an instance of yes you might be building more than the apartheid system did but 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 it's not enough because there's this huge demand and the apartheid system as you know i mean everybody understands that would have built for white people in this particular country and at that point i think it was 15% you know of the of the total population so yes you're building and building and building all this infrastructure but you can't keep up because the demand is so much more you know let me just give you this example of a certain town and this is the case with many towns that the white residential areas are generally speaking not experiencing water problems mm. the water problems are in the township mm. now you don't need uh, rocket science to understand that then we'll have challenges of extending that service to the, to the townships. Mm. And so we extend the service to the township, but then the reservoir cannot uh, carry the demand mm. and so on and so on. So I think people uh, uh, have this, the majority of our people have this understanding that government is extending services to us, mm. but these services are getting uh, disrupted. We are getting outages because the, the infrastructure, one, is old, Two, the mm. infrastructure was not meant for the number of users that we have today. Mm. So I, I, we admit that, uh, you know, we have not given this problem attention before. We were just thinking of extending, extending building townships, extending, you know, articulation pipes, and so on. Not thinking about the reservoir, mm. not thinking about those pipes from the, from the source to the reservoir. And these things are now becoming a problem. But we have noted the problem, and we are we are addressing it. Mm. You know, as uh, you know, the issue of we should have provided people with services long time ago. I mean, I can give you statistics of how many people were connected to the grid before, mm. and how many people are connected now, mm. and how many people had taps in the in their yards before, and how many people have taps in their yards now. Mm. You know, I. Uh, but we admit, we admit that uh, people have problems with services because there's no point that you are connected to the grid, 
you have uh, electricity in your house, but you can't switch on and boil water for your tea or boil water to, to, to cook food, mm. you know, because of other problems like load shedding. Mm. You know, there's no point in you having a tap in your house, you open it, there's no water, you know. So that's why we say we want to address all these issues. Mm. Poor infrastructure spending uh, and, and, and money being returned uh, when, when, when th- this should be used on infrastructure and houses and all of these other service delivery issues. It's, it's a recurring theme in the Northwest. You raised it last year. You raise it again this particular year. And so some of the money is there. The, the, the construction's not happening. The deadlines are not met and the money gets returned to, to Treasury. Uh, and, and that's, and that's, a, a massive negative where people would have and could have had that particular facility, but because officials never built that, although they had the money, the money is returned. That that is negligence of the utmost. When because because ultimately, what what would have happened there and what needed to happen there was, if you had the money to build a hundred houses, you should have built the hundred houses and not returned the money, which means that you ultimately then don't have those 100 houses and the money has gone back to Treasury and Treasury will give that money to a different province. You know, when uh, Minister Fezum Kuno was here, mm. we visited a few municipalities, you know, and we got to this municipality that was given a grant mm. for water infrastructure, you know, mm. and we said to them, how many engineers you have here? They said, no, none. Mm. How do you deal with these uh, problems? We tried to source... Uh, uh, engineers from uh, the market, you know, mm. service board. Say, and it's still difficult. People don't want to work here. Mm. And so we thought about the plan. Mm. And the uh, IFA, Infrastructure South Africa, we had a conversation with them last week. Mm. They are sending engineers to the Northwest mm. to assist with what I referred to before, project preparation. Mm. Because you can't access the money from Treasury if you do not have a business plan. Mm. If you do not have a plan as to how you are going to implement your project, mm. and so this lack of capacity is something that we noticed. Mm. It's uh, one of the reasons why we could not perform. And so, Infrastructure South Africa is sending engineers to our province. Mm. Is sending them now. Mm. They said they'll be there. I think next week mm. they'll be there to start helping us uh, to ensure that the municipalities, in particular, spend the money allocated for them to, mm. to them for infrastructure. Mm. The Desmond Tutu Old Age Home and the Desmond Tutu Museum, um, in, uh, mentioned in last year's budget, budget, uh, not budget speech, but in your, in your SOPA last year, and you said construction and, and that's going to be done, you know, in the financial year. The two departments, social development and arts, culture and sport. Would, would those two institutions be existing? Or, 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 or is it another I- issue of the money was returned, uh, the infrastructure no. wasn't there, the de- or, or no, no, do the they exist? It's not been returned. Uh, we, it, there was a, a problem with land ownership of the land, mm. uh, land ownership where government cannot spend the money on privately owned land. Mm. It took us a long time to resolve that matter, and that matter has been resolved. Mm. In the Motlasana local municipality? Yes, in mm. the Motlasana local municipality. And that, that, that land particular was land was supposed to... Yeah, that land was supposedly to, to be donated. 
Mm. It's owned by the church. No, it's donated to the church. Mm. But government cannot build on, on, on private uh, land. Mm. And so we had to struggle to find a mechanism to overcome this hurdle of not spending money on private land. And so we have resolved the matter with the church. Mm. Mm. And so we can commence with the process. Isn't that just one example, though, of, of how something gets written into a, a state of the province address and then doesn't materialize? And then people begin yes, to go and yes. say, you know what? Well, you know, there's the premier talking again. We've heard him and none of this. And and, and, and looking at last year's speech, I, I, I picked it up and said, you know what? I just need to find out if this actually happened. Yes, yes. You know, the the, the issue of discovering that uh, something cannot happen is something that happens in practice when you start implementing. Mm. Of course, you have to plan in advance. Of course, you have to try and anticipate things. Mm. But sometimes we do not adequately anticipate what would happen. As soon as we start implementing and then we hit the snag mm. that, no, 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 you can't do it. I will tell you that I speak all the time to officials mm. about, let's try to anticipate these problems. Mm. Let's try to see that they do not impact negatively on us. Mm. But of course, some things you can, Mm. some things you cannot. But I have uh, started my conversation by telling you that last year, Mm. we discovered that we did not have capacity. Mm. Mm. And we approached now Infrastructure South Africa. They are sending engineers. The Northwest uh, province, uh, you know, because of its rural nature, Mm. people who are engineers don't want to live there. Mm. You know, so these engineers that will be sent there will be private people who can from weekends return to their homes wherever they live, but they will work there for a specific period to assist us in ensuring mm. that we do proper planning for projects and projects get implemented. Mm. Premier, I've got Abby in the northwest. Abby, hello, hello, Abby. Danger. Yes, sir. All right, how's it? I'm good, man. Yeah, I'm from Bretz, uh, Sapong. Bretz. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I just want to to touch a uh, uh, issue of land. Mm. Yeah, in 1973, we were forcefully removed. 1973. Yes. Mm. We were forcefully removed from uh, another village to another village. Mm to make way for 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 London mine to be to be built there. Mm. so even even today we haven't received anything from from the mines or from the uh council okay Abby, Abby, I'm going to I'm going to ask the premier just to engage. That I know that the premier does have a a program whereby he's talking about you know uh, working backwards and making sure that people in the mines actually do get rewarded for the period that they worked in those particular mines. Daniel, Daniel, hello, Daniel. How are you, sir? I'm good, Brut. How are you, Daniel? I'm good. Sharp, man. He can hear you. He can hear you, Daniel. They put they apologize there, I think, 1996 or 7. Those mm. they never worked. Even now they are still there. I don't know what is the problem. If you know anything about them, you can leave under. That's uh, because 
Sure, sure, Daniel. Daniel, you're saying Apollo lights. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I've got no idea what that is. I'm sure the the premium might understand what that is. We'll check. You say, but you say since inception they've never worked. Let's go to Mpo in Rustenburg, Mpo. Hi, Denzel. How are you? I'm good, Mpo. I'm good. Um, Denzel, I'm heartbroken. Uh-huh. I'm gobsmacked. Um, I'm 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 in the media space. I am a product of an institution that the premier knows very well, mm-hmm. Mabana. Arts, Culture, and Sports Foundation. Sure. And I'm heartbroken because this month of March is 10 years since I left that institution. Mm. I'm in Rustenburg, mm. and the, 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 there was a center that was supposed to, that Mangope wanted to build. I know we keep going back to Mangope. The ANC should have rebuilt that center. It was going to be amazing where kids would go there and participate in arts and culture and sports um, activities. Right now, if you come to Rustenburg, you do not find a trace of that. I'm a product of that institution. I saw it being dismantled piece by piece. The last time the head office in Mafikem was functional was before Supra was removed. Mm. Since then, it has not been functional. Right now, as you speak in Rustenburg, there is no trace of that institution as we speak. We talk about crime, we talk about youth unemployment, we talk about drugs. That is the thing that took me out of that situation. Right now, I don't even have hope that my kids will even have an idea of what that was. I want the premium to tell the people of the Northwest why that matter, that institution or anything to do with the art and culture was not addressed properly and sufficiently in his sober speech, in his debate uh, of the sauna, as well as the president must also account to that. That is all I'm going to say. My heart is broken. I'm a product of art and culture. Mm-hmm. I trained with Pre- in the same building as Presley Tsuenyakai, Komuto Di Tsuenyi, all these guys you see on TV, I trained with them in the same building. There's no trace of that. Sure. Cabello in Rustenburg. Cabello? Um, evening, evening, Danzel, and evening to the premium as well. Um, sure, I, I need your help, guys. I need, I need to understand something. I need the premier to clarify um, this, this, this performance management when it comes to uh, um, the mayor in, mm. in each and every town in the northwest. We want to understand if what do they do follow ups to see if the mayor is delivering um whether it's it 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 it's it, it public service or whether it's it's the need that we need uh from from government to do for us at the at the lower level. Mm. And 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 when it comes to, to the government uh, um buildings or infrastructures, I mean they they are depleting. I mean I I've I've taken a card for savings. Uh, the other day, and I, I took a walk. I saw uh, uh, um, uh, uh, there's a park right next to it. The park looked like a forest. It's not being looked after. Cabello, let's leave it there because I have to take Peter in Rustenburg. Peter? Yes, Denzel, how are you, my brother? I'm good, Peter, man. Yes, you know, uh, Denzel, we as the people of North West, we are not waiting. Mm. You know, you know. Uh, uh, I want to ask my premier: When was the last time when he was hungry, mm. not having anything to eat? Mm. When was the last time? Mm. But anyway, I don't want to go to that far. I want to ask premier that I have a plan on uh, on how to help to create millions of, not ten thousand, not hundred, many jobs. Mm. So, can you ask the premier the? Can I meet with the premier and have a constructive meeting and okay. show him my profile 
and my artworks and, and you know, a business plan and everything just to come on board and help the government to, to, to create jobs so that we can at least get out of poverty, hunger and distress. Peter, I'm going to leave it there because I have to go to the Premier. Premier, um, sort of a mixed bag there. You want to deal with deal with some of those 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 uh, pointers that were made? They are all uh, important questions, mm. and I really appreciate the uh, callers for asking those questions. Mm. And uh, Denzel, you allowed uh, them to ask uh, five questions. Mm. <laughs> uh, let me start and, with the and, last one. Yes. I'll appreciate it if the gentleman can contact our office. Mm and uh, discuss his plan to create jobs. Mm. We appreciate all efforts that come from uh, the public, from communities in the Northwest, mm. to assist us in this uh, this mammoth task of uh, creating jobs. Mm. Uh, we really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. In terms of Mabana, we have sent uh, some uh, students at Mabana to participate in an international competition in Tumbling. Mm. You know, they went to Mabana, is still uh, operating in Mafiking. Uh, and so we uh, take students from all over the province. Our plan, as uh, the gentleman correctly points out, mm. is to have another Mabana in uh, Rustenburg and to have Mabana in uh, KK around Plexdorp. And plans to do that are quite advanced. Uh, but Mabana in uh, the northwest is functioning. I go there sometimes to watch plays, young people, to interact with them. And so it's still there, it's vibrant. Mm. And, and so I, I'm really, I'm really uh, proud of the gentleman that is a product of Mabana. Mm. And he mentioned others who are also products of, of Mabana. Mm. We hope that uh, he will be part of our lecturers in uh, Rustenburg as soon as uh, this new Mabana is, uh, is completed in Rustenburg. And mm. I promise him, uh, I know that plans are advanced in terms of that. Mm. You know, uh, the other question was about, uh, remind me, Denzel, mm. uh, remind me of the other question. There, you, you, you've, you've, you've got the, the, the other question. Um, um, no, nah, I've got it. I'm, I'm gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm also. Yeah, my I'm, question was the about the land. Yes, and l- the l- yes, l- land and mines and Maricon and and and, 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 and Lonman. Yeah, and Lonman. You know, we are interacting with communities. Uh, you know, along the platinum belt, mm. and uh, this is one of the most uh, difficult. Uh, you know, challenges we are facing, where sometimes there's no seeing eye to eye between the community and the mine owners. Mm. And we are intervening there to try and see how we can create, uh, you know, a situation where there can be cooperation and collaboration. Mm. I'm not aware of the situation of the gentleman. The gentleman can contact our office. We Mm. have somebody specifically assigned Mm. this role. Of course, he works with a team Mm. to try and bring about, you know, uh, understanding between mining community, my mine owners and communities that are settled, you know, around the mines. Mm. Uh, what was the other question? It also has to do with land. Uh, uh, no, I think that I think that was it, Premier. When I'm looking at mine here, I think that you've you've covered basically all of them. Yeah, but these are key questions. Mm. We we are concerned about what uh, uh, the gentlemen are raising unemployment, mm. Mabana, and so on. And so I think we'll appreciate uh, ideas from them 
to assist us so that we join hands with communities mm. to solve problems that we have. Mm. Premier, I've got you until 10 o'clock, uh, and, and we're, we're a few seconds from 10 o'clock. And I have to say, we've covered, we've covered a lot of ground, but there's so much more to, to cover. There's the renewables, there's the youth, there's, there's the, uh, the, the, the SIU in your province, there's the illegal yeah. occupation yeah. of farms. Yeah. So, so, Premier, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, could we, could we do a second take with, we with will, you? We will. We, we will. need to do a second take with you because there's so much also happening in the yeah, province. Yeah. Yeah, and I hope by then we'll have moved certain things so that we'll invite you to come and see mm. what is happening. I mean, I told you the Nelson Mandela, they are busy there on the road. I did ask them, mm. why don't they work 24 hours? And they said they can't. Mm. They can only <laughs> work eight hours. You know, because I, I, I'm in a rush. You know, we must do these things, do them quickly. Mm. Mm. You know? What, what, what's, what's, what's happening around agriculture, your second, big, your second largest activity in the province? Is, yes, is, is that, is yes, that bringing, yes. bringing around the, the jobs that are required yes, in that know, sector? Uh, yes, you know, we have uh, agriculture, we have uh, in Taung, we have the Taung irrigation scheme. Mm. You know, when some of us were growing up, that irrigation scheme extended along, you know, the road there. Mm. And so I don't know what happened, and so I don't want to blame Mangope, mm. but during that era something happened. Mm. And so we are busy rehabilitating it, because people were producing, you know, citrus food, mm. lucerne, and other things, you know. Mm. And so we are busy working on, and that is a massive project, you know. Mm. Mm. I don't know whether you know that it extends from the Northern Cape, mm. because if you go now, on the Northwest side it is brown, on the Northern Cape side it is green. Mm. And so we want to address this problem. Mm. And your Afrikaans is very mooi. I have seen that you ended your toespraak in Afrikaans. And I'm going to read it a little bit. I'm going to read it a little bit. The Noorwest behoort to us all. Afrikaans is a stal. No, I see it so. Let me read it a little bit. The Noorwest behoort to us all. We are not here to lead the blamers. We live in the heidige. We don't belong to the blamers. En ons doel is om een beter leven voor ons kinders te skep. Ons moet die Noorwest laat werk. Was that, was that in essence just to, to, to bring people and unify? Because you used other languages as well. Was that just to talk to, yeah. to, to farmers and say, you know what, feel part of all of this? Yeah, but you know what, the farmers, they are supporting us. Uh, you know, now the day I was speaking to a member of the opposition, he says, it is wrong for farmers to repair roads. I said, you know what, they volunteered mm. that they'll use their equipment and their resources to repair roads. Mm. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. He said, no, mm. no, 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 government must do it. He said, no, we work together with communities. And I'm proud of these farmers of the diverse corporacy mm. in, uh, in the Northwest because we are working together to solve our problems, mm. you know. Premier Bushi, Mape, I'm going to take you up on that invite at some point when it comes, but I'd love to bring you back because, like I said, I want to talk about renewables, I want to talk about agriculture, I want to talk about, you know, all the other things that are actually working. You've got a huge cannabis project in your, in your province as well. And maybe we need feet on the ground in your province and, and just engage with your office of how to actually get into some of those issues. So, so yes, let's, let's engage. I'm happy, Denzel, you are familiar with the province. No, no, no. No, abso- absolutely. And I, 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 I have. I did a documentary. I did a documentary called Sunflowers of Colini on, yes. on, the, on the young boy who died there. 
Yes, yes. And, 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 and it's a Power 98.7 documentary, Premier. If, yes, if at yes. some point, Premier, ask your officials to go to our website and, and type okay. in Sunflowers of, Col- of Colini, you'll really yes. enjoy that particular yeah. documentary. Yeah, that's a story that made us sad, but uh, you know, these things do happen. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Premier, thank you so much for the conversation. Thank you very much. Have a good night. That's Bushy Mape, Northwest Premier. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.